Hi, and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. I'm joined here with uh, Spurs fan Harpel. How are you doing, Harpel? Hey, Paul. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, been a tough week this week. I'm looking forward to Friday tomorrow and then uh, being able to crack open a can of beer and just relax. But yeah, other, other than that, I'm good, healthy, uh, in good spirits. Um, and uh, hopefully it's the same for you, Paul. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, doing good. As good as one can be at these uh, strange times. But yeah, you know, football's a good distraction and um, fantasy football's definitely something to uh, a bit of escapism for us at the moment. So um, yeah, that's great. And of course, uh, we have a bit of a bumper game week um, this week. So game week 26, we had a double game week last time with 25, but it was only four teams uh, playing twice. Um, You know, I I know we keep in touch with our teams. They're, They're very similar. Um, you know, it wasn't a bad week, uh, you know, way, way beyond average. But um, yeah, I mean, this is the this is the game week to target, isn't it? I mean, we have about, um, let's have a see. I think most teams apart from six teams are all featuring in the double game week. So 14 teams playing. What was your, what are your initial thoughts here? Oof, yeah, this is, this. I think this is the one actually. I think this is the one if you're, if you're kind of out in front uh, trying to kind of consolidate. I think if you're chasing someone, now's the time to be maybe a bit risk averse and uh, and look at making a, a few minus four point uh, trans- transfers if 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 you can. If, if if you can avoid using a wild card, maybe um, then you know maybe not. You know, and if you've only got the one trans uh, transfer and it's a double game week, and if someone takes your fancy, then it might be you know like I said, if you're chasing someone down, it might be worthwhile being a bit risk averse here and. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe maybe doing the uh, pulling the trigger and doing a couple of extra transfers. It just depends what the strategy is here. I mean, um, you know, I'm personally I'm, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but my personal thought at the moment is I'm, I'm kind of fifty fifty on either game triple captain or or a bench boost perhaps yeah. this game week. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be the biggest. It's going to be the biggest double game week. It looks like uh, for this whole season potentially so uh, I think you know that might that might be a strategy for a lot of budding uh, fantasy football managers so uh, yeah I'm kind of looking at that myself I don't know what your thoughts are are you perhaps looking yeah. at potentially using your chips yeah so yeah let's talk a little bit about chip strategy then so I think we're both in the same um, point with our um, with our chips at the moment so I have everything at the moment apart from um, the free hip chip so that was played back in that kind of blank game week 18. I think you were probably the same. And I know a lot of people out there were, um, you know, just trying to kind of, you know, get some points basically on the board because we probably only had a few teams playing back then. So, uh, yeah, I'm in a similar position. Uh, I have my bench boost at the moment, uh, triple captain and then wild card. So, uh, you know, I've got your team here and mine. So at the moment I can field a, uh, an eleven with double game week players and myself I actually have uh, two game week uh, sorry double game week players on the bench as well so I think because we have enough players there um, that are featuring in a double I think you're right I think it's best to be a bit conservative uh, save the wild cards Um, there's a lot of people out there in the community uh, taking a points hit I mean you know a friend of mine pinged me he's taken about a 12 point hit Um, so you're right, it's a time for people being a little bit brave. But um, yeah, I think what we have to consider as well is that uh, I think this is going to be the last big bumper double game week. So, um, you know, next week in game week 27, 
uh, Man City play, um, you know, twice there, Man City and Southampton they face, and uh, Southampton as well. So they just recently came off the back of a double game week as well. Of course, they're single in this game week 26. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how it's looking. And then the real big um, point as well is uh, blank game week 29. So there's only, I think, about, about seven teams or seven games or so in that game week. Um, so, yeah, I want to be a little bit conservative there as well because uh, I think I've probably only got about six starters for blank game week 29. So I really might look at starting to build the team for that and then wild card and straight after. So I've still got, um, you know, about uh, eight games or so, you know, with a kind of wild card team, you know, left. So that's kind of my strategy at the moment. Uh, but yeah, completely with you. Do we go uh, bench boost or do we go uh, triple captain? Are you leaning to one or the other at the moment? Uh, yeah, I would... I'm I'm really torn at the moment. Also, be, uh, before I carry on, you, you may want to factor in a, a blank game week for Heat Free as well. Apparently, could be a, a game week that might not have as many teams playing as well. Uh, yeah, but yeah, smaller, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a smaller. It's a smaller blank. I think there's about you know four teams or four games or something. Uh, yeah, not playing, not on. So um, yeah, yeah, it, it is another blank, but. Yeah, I think what we're going to have to do close to the time is we'll probably have another chat and feel, okay, you know, who's playing in 29 and who plays in 33 again and have a little think, you know, if you're building a team to 29 and you're going to then wildcard after, you might want to, you know, then wildcard for 30 and then, you know, still got a kind of basis of the team there. Um, if you have the old one or two players, you know, as long as you can field an 11, I think you're generally okay. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely agree. Yeah, so coming back to your question, um, I'm I'm really kind of I'm really I was 50-50 but I'll be honest with you I'm probably leaning towards a triple captain actually just because I think there's uh there's there's a few options there Paul um you know Tottenham have got some favorable fixtures um and then you look at you know Harry Kane he's got uh, quite a few assists quite a few goals not as not as prolific as uh in goal-scoring terms as he's been previously, but obviously his assists have made up for a lot of that. So he's, he's you know, genuinely got an assist or a goal most game weeks. So he's, he's given a return. Um, Son's been fairly quiet and you, he might, you know, bounce back again with the with the, the fixture. I think it's uh, off the top of my head looking at it. I think it's Burnley and Fulham. So there are, there are a couple of favourable fixtures for us, but we've been really poor of late. So that kind of, you know, it kind of makes me a little bit hesitant. And then you've got you've got Bruno, who's got you know I, you know, I know they're playing Chelsea, but Chelsea kind of had a really positive start under uh, Tuchel, but you know they've started to stutter a little bit, and uh, and I think they've had a few favourable games as well, to mm -hmm. be honest. And uh, I, I'm not sure about them defensively. So you've got Bruno, who's got you know Chelsea, and uh, I'm having a quick look here, Crystal Palace. So he could be a very good shout for triple captain. Yep. And then the, pers the person I'm actually leaning towards, uh, and I know Liverpool have been absolutely rubbish of late, but I'm not sure there can be too much rubbish for much longer, otherwise they're not going to be in the top four. So the, the person I'm kind of looking at at the moment, I, this may change, is, is uh, Salah. I think he scored 17 goals. He, he seems like the only person that offers a real threat for Liverpool. And uh, I think the, the games are reasonable. I think they've got Sheffield United away and... Uh, and then I think they've got Chelsea after. Uh, I'm just trying to see if I can find the fixture. Um, 
have they got a double game week? I'm sure they have. Or am I? Yes, yeah, they've got Chelsea. I'm just looking at it. They've so they, yeah, they've got away. So yeah, I, I I know what you mean. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of a little bit torn as well. Uh, I know we mentioned about Calvert Lewin previously, also. So another yeah. side club. You know, they've got a double game week. They've got Southampton um, at home and then West Brom away. I mean, that's quite appealing as well you know you look at Southampton's recent form they're leaking goals at the moment so I'm kind of you know a little bit torn by you know the good fixtures and also the good form as well I mean we, we spoke about you you know you mentioned Fernandez. he he has scored in each of his last four games um, and it also during that time he set up three goals so I mean that's just incredible stats isn't it I mean in, in terms of form I mean I don't know if anyone else has, has done better than that but then again you know Salah blanked last time out but then he got two goals in a row as well um, so it's really difficult um, you know we know about Spurs's form I mean you know the big hitters for Spurs are Son and Kane I mean Son scored about two or three weeks ago but really either side of that he hasn't done anything I know it's kind of you know part and parcel of Spurs's form but Kane is also the same really you know they just have only scored about two goals between them in the last five or six weeks. So fixture-wise, my armband is on Kane at the moment. Um, I don't know about triple captain yet. I'm just really worried about their form. But at the end of the day, what we have to consider is the European fixtures as well. So, you know, Spurs completely breezed through, didn't they? And I think they were able to give Kane and Son a little bit of a rest yesterday. So, you know, that's promising as well. Whereas I know Man United are playing at the moment and... Uh, Fernandez is for some reason playing that game, even though they're four 0 up. So, but at the end of the day, I'm not too worried about that because they don't really have anyone they're going to replace him with. But he's come off at half time, so I've just spotted that as okay. well. That's good. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I I kind of hedged my bets that Bruno wouldn't play today, um, and then um, he'd get that rest. And uh, like you said, they, they, you know they, they, they're they're on their way through. Uh, give give him a break, and then uh, and then he he'd look good for a double game week. And and I think fixtures wise, like you just said, and we we did speak about it before. I think Dominic Calvert Lewin has just got two fixtures that are made in heaven. Um, however, he's not since he's come back from injury. He's scored a couple of goals, I think, off the top of my head, and, mm-hmm. and may have provided an assist here or there. But he's not been, you know, prolific. Uh, since his injury, so you know, there's that little bit of a doubt in the back of my mind as well. That you know, is you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with probably giving him the armband, but if I was playing a triple captain, I think I'd just want to put it on someone who just you know, you, you just kind of a, a you put your kind of house on type of thing. Uh, and, and at the moment, you know, you can't really look past like uh, like you said, Bruno and 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 Salah. And 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 Kane as well. If you if you're not going to use a triple captain, uh, if you're not you know if you feel a bit hesitant, then then Kane the fixtures. I think Kane's the safe of... option for me. You know, um, he's going to play, isn't he? He's got two decent fixtures. Okay, they've been off form a bit, but it's not going to last forever, is it? So you'd back him to get one or two goals at least. You know, he plays two fixtures. You know, get a couple of bonus points. He's on you know thirty points around about that mark at least. So. It's not the end of the world, you know, and I'm a little bit, you know, my Man City assets, I think might be the same as yours. You know, I've got Gundogan and, and Cancelo at the moment. So I'm a little bit concerned there with the whole pep rotation as well. You know, if I knew that a Man City asset would start, I mean, they've got Wolves 
and West Ham. I think both at home. I mean, that looks so appealing, doesn't it? Um, De Bruyne has come back from injury now. I don't even know if I'll make a late dash for him, you know. I'd find it really hard to move Salah on, but I'm just wondering, you know, is De Bruyne going to, you know, he's played a couple of games. Is, he, is this going to be his game week? You know, these two games, I think he was rested in the Champions League. So would you look at Man City assets? Would you be a bit too worried about rotation? Um, one, I'll be obviously worried about Pep uh, Roulette, for sure. Um and also, I've um, I've already pulled the trigger on my, on my uh, on my free transfer already, uh, and I um, just because uh, uh, Kyle Walker Peters is is completely injured, no one un, you know no return date, and I just don't want him sitting on a bench. So, so I moved him on and bought I bought a Villa asset in uh, again in mind for building a team around uh, week uh, game week twenty nine basically. So I thought you know let's let's move him on and bring him in. So. I'm probably going to take a minus four point hit and uh, and bring in another transfer, uh, potentially Kane. I'm torn between Kane and Dominic Calvert Lewin at the moment. Um, so, in answer to that, I wouldn't bring in um, Kevin De Bruyne yet. Uh, however, I might look at bringing him in after this game week because, um, as you mentioned, uh, Manchester City do have another double game week. Uh, De Bruyne hasn't really set the world alight this year. And like you said, you just kind of you you're kind of tentative, but you know you know he's could be a big differential because I think you know not many people may have bought him in, and so if he if he does do well, yeah, you could you could really cash in on him. Mm-hmm. But I think with the the double game week coming up uh, in quick succession for Manchester City, I'm probably going to be looking at um, dropping Salah out for KDB probably in the next game week. Although, like you said. I've had Salah in my team since game week one and I've had Son in my team since game week one and I've, I've toyed with the idea of dropping the pair of them but I, I keep I keep changing my mind because I keep thinking that there's a, I think with the with the Son one when he scored the four goals against Southampton is kind of still etched in lots of fantasy football uh, players' minds and they're thinking well you know could he do that perhaps again and and Salah is just you know uh, a legendary asset when it comes yeah, to fantasy football, and he's scored more, aren't they? And they're, they're both going to. Let's be honest, they're both going to play, aren't they? So they're kind of nailed on to start. You know, you fancy them both games. Yeah, we know how explosive they are. You wouldn't be surprised they get a brace here and there or a hat trick. I mean, you know, that's you're really kind of looking who's the best person to back. So yeah, I'd love to pick one of them, but I think for me, it's kind of leaning towards Kane. A little bit concerned I haven't got Sterling as well because I think he was afforded a little bit of a rest in the Champions League as well. So, yeah, Sterling's a bit of a hit or miss one, but he can be so explosive on the day as well. So, yeah, it is concerning. And, um, yeah, in terms of point hits, I think, you know, taking a minus four isn't a problem. I'm I'm still yet to use mine. Uh, My strike force is Kane, um, Bamford and Watkins. So I don't really want to take out any of them. Obviously, Bamford doesn't have a double game week, but he's got a home game against Villa. Don't know whether to start him yet or bring in a double game week defender. Um, but, you know, I'm still, you know, like you said, I'm keeping one eye open on um, blank game week 29. So I don't really want to take out a player that's going to play there to bring in someone like Calvert-Lewin, even though it could be really explosive. So I, I'm a little bit torn with that as well. You know, I have one transfer. It's either going to be someone like Bamford for Calvert-Lewin and capitalise on that, or it's going to be... I think it's going to have to be Salah um, for KDB or Sterling. So that, that's the way I'm currently thinking. Um, 
I'm, I'm, yeah, it, it's conflicting because I'm trying to, you know, look at the bigger picture, look at some of the fixtures coming up as well. Um, you know, Spurs have good fixtures coming up. So Kane is like, a, you know, he's going to stay in my team pretty much for most of the next five, six weeks at least. Um, you know, he's got Crystal Palace after this one. Uh, Liverpool have got Fulham in game week 27. So that looks like a kind of game where they'd be quite comfortable. They've got Wolves in 28. Um, so do I really want to move on Salah? Well, maybe. But Man City, let's not forget, have a double game week in 27 as well. So, you know, they're the only team along with Southampton that have that double game week. So I think maybe I might just save that transfer or, you know, use that next time around. I think, you know, if they've got a double game week in 27, I'll be a fool really to not, you know, take out well, potentially Salah, but even though he has a good fixture, it's going to be a difficult one. You know, Man City have a Man United uh, in the derby and then Southampton as well. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit conflicted there. And um, do you think there's anyone out there who has a single game week that's worth looking at? Or would you just feel like, you know, let's just bench our single game week players? Because, you know, we both have that kind of golden trio of Leeds assets at the moment. You know, Dallas, Bamford and Rafinha. I mean, are you... Are you just looking to bench them or is it a hard decision? Um, so um, I've got my draft team in front of me and um, on the bench I've got Bamford, Dallas and Rafinha. <laughs> so in answer to your question, I've benched all three of them, um, including McCarthy. So, uh, but, I mean, that, that, may, that may change. Um, obviously, I'm, um, I'm going to take the minus four point hit on Ings and bring Kane in. I think that's just a no-brainer. Uh, to take the minus four point and uh, and and bring in uh, bring in Kane uh, simply because of, of the double game week and then planning ahead for the 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 slightly reduced uh, game week of twenty nine where I know uh, Kane will be playing and like like you just said I think the next six or seven fixtures are, are quite favourable for Spurs even though we're on a, a really bad run uh, but you know you think yourself at some stage you're going to come out of that bad run similar for 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 Liverpool as well they're on a bad run and I feel. Um, you know, just uh, I feel like you just you, you're as a manager, you're thinking, just give it one more week, just give it one more week. They're going to fire. Um, and I've been so persistent with Son um, that yeah, I just feel that yeah, just gonna just gonna let 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 them probably continue in my team for a while. KDB definitely is one I'm, I may consider uh, next week for the double game week. But since you've just said the fixtures uh, for Liverpool, they look really favourable. You know, you could see Salah scoring a hat-trick against Fulham. So, you know, could completely wipe out bringing in KDB for a double game week even. So, um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of a lot of choices, Paul. A, a lot of choices you. at the moment. Yeah, it's I'm, you know, I'm the same. It's very conflicting. I think you have to, you know, for anyone listening, you have to really, you know, look a little bit further ahead as well. The, the 29 blank definitely does cause a problem. Um, you know, I have the wild card. Do I want to use it before that or after? I think I'd have to wait and see, to be honest with you. Um, I'm really not convinced at the moment. I have to see what happens with my team, injuries, form. Uh, could potentially use it coming into 29. Um, but, yeah, you know, I've still got that other chip to play as well. So if I use my, do I use my triple captain now? That's the kind of way I'm leaning at the moment. Um, or do I bench boost? I mean, at the end of the day, to be honest with you, home fixture for Dallas, Bamford and Rafinha um, isn't a bad bench boost, to be honest, is it? So... Um, yeah, it's not easy because if we use our triple captain this week, then we're not really going to have a lot of other players. You know, there's not going to be really many other double game weeks. So you're really going to play your bench boost on a single game week, isn't it? Um, anyway, so yeah, it's either kind of use your bench boost on a double now or just have to, you know, pick a random fixture in the future where it looks good. 
Sure, you know what? I mean, and, and that's a really good point you just made there, Paul. I mean, that's a, you know, just looking at my, you know, my team, and I think your and my team are, are, are pretty similar, uh, barring a player here or there. But, you know, when you think that Bamford, Dallas and Rafinha between them uh, yesterday or the day before picked up, I think Dallas scored, Rafinha scored and Bamford scored, didn't they? So all three of them scored, yeah, right? Them so I think scored. They had a double game week, to be honest. So they had two bites of the cherry. But, um, you know, let's be honest with you. I mean, yeah, that's always something to, to be careful of. Just because a team has a double game week, it doesn't mean there aren't any good fixtures um, elsewhere. You know, I mean, you have the old one that could kind of do well. You know, an Arsenal-Leicester fixture. I mean, that's quite an interesting game as well. You know, someone like Vardy could do well. You know, someone like Saka or Aubameyang, he scored two goals the other day. He looks a little bit better now. You know, one of those two teams could do well also. You know, you look at teams like Southampton against Everton, West Ham, Man City, you know, Newcastle, Wolves. You really, really know who to pick and you'd stay away from those. But, yeah, I think the Leeds-Aston Villa game is the one, especially with how both teams play and the goals that they score and, and you know, concede as well. I think that's the game where, you know, that could be quite a profitable single game week. I mean, um, Aston Villa are without Grealish at the moment. He's out on a bit of a long-term injury, isn't he, um, as far as I'm aware. So, yeah, they've lost a little bit of magic um, in Aston Villa and you know, conceded, lost last time out, conceded a couple of goals. Um, I think they've been on a little bit of, you know, bad form and, and stuttered a bit here and there as well you know drew a blank against Brighton um you know I think they kind of squeezed through against Arsenal so you really don't know what you're going to get and then before that they lost to West Ham 3-1 so it could be a game where it's like a 3-2 in favour of Leeds and you know one of those three players could score again you know what happens if if Leeds keep a clean sheet and Rafinha or someone gets a goal you know that's quite a lot of points on the bench yeah, I, I, and uh, you're, you're leaning me back towards the special moves there, Paul. <laughs> I'm I've got to be honest. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, wow, that's a strong bench, you know, without even thinking about it. I mean, and and and, and the thing about Leeds, uh, as you know, uh, um, I keep forgetting their uh, manager's name, Bielsa. He's made the least amount of changes as well. So what you do know is Bamford, Dallas, uh, uh, barring an injury, Rafinha will play. So, you know, they're, they're pretty much guaranteed to start. So, you know, when you then start thinking about a bench boost and then being on the bench, you're thinking, right, they're going to start. And, uh, you know, who knows? You know, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, as I say, you know, sometimes you wait for a bus, three or four come in, in one go. I mean, you know, how do you know that they did, you know, all three of them scored in their last fixture? How do you know they won't do or repeat the same again in the following fixture? And like you just said, Grealish has been uh, a magical. I think it's a it's a bit of a crying shame that he doesn't have as uh, have more points actually uh, than he should have, uh, because I mean the way he lays them on, I mean really, I mean Villa should be scoring more goals. I mean there's been you know myself, I've, I've had Grealish and Watkins in for a while, and I've seen Grealish lay them on for Watkins a couple of times, and Watkins has either fired wide, hit the post, and you're thinking, wow, you know that's three points in an assist and a, and a goal gone down the pan. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, and Rafinha as well actually the other day I thought yeah the, the last match I, I watched it and I I mean the guy was just putting him on a plate and you know your Bamford's were just knocking him over or firing him wide I mean that could have been such a great game week but um, you know players like that you know you, you just you know you're in awe of them because they, they could be like, legendary assets but they you know they play the, the play that they do and the, and the work that they do doesn't kind of get rewarded in the points that they really should have you know so uh, but uh, but yeah no Grealish 
I think that's a that's a really good fixture as well. And Leeds typically good at home as well, so that's a strong bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not to play a bench boost uh, on. So yeah, I, I think I've. Uh, I think I might toss a coin on it, Paul. Actually, I might I might flick a coin and and make my decision based on that. I'll tell you what I'm leaning to at the moment. It is difficult because, yeah, I've got. I can. I'm not necessarily going to bench all of Bamford, Rafinha, and Dallas. Um, You know, if I look at my bench, um, I have Rudiger, who's got Man United and Liverpool. Well, not great fixtures for a defender, and then Loughton, who's got Spurs and Leicester. I mean, I I would back. Spurs and Leicester to score in both those games. So, you know, Loughton might get four points, five points. Um, you know, he scored at one ago a little while ago. So if someone like that, you know, it's not a bad little haul, four points, you know, it's uh, but it's not great. Whereas someone like Rafinha could get a goal and assist or Dallas, you know, got 17 points last time out. So I'm really not, I think I'm going to take a little bit of a risk, bench Loughton. I'm not going to be too much swayed by his double game week fixture because it's not amazing. And, uh, Chelsea's isn't great either. So I'm feeling like Dallas, I'm only going to bench one Leeds asset if that makes sense. So, you know, at the moment, yeah. gone Bamford and Dallas. I might, I don't really want to bench, you know, I think it has to be Dallas because he's the defender. So it's either really Bamford or Rafinha. So, you know, I can either go bench boost, but at the end of the day, I'm not playing Rudiger and Loughton for a reason. So even if they get four points, you know, Rafinha gets a couple of points, I'm not too hard done by um and i think like this this has to be a triple captain for me now you know um is it going to be kane that's the question potentially kane do i take a risk on man city asset i don't know if i'm brave enough yet i think i'll have to just go for the safe option because i'm not doing bad in in my leagues so um yeah that's what i'm leaning towards and then i'm thinking okay let me build um you know let me build up for game week 29 i'll have like you know one transfer coming up for each game week uh, at least I'll have, you know, even if I have eight, nine, ten players um, for game week 29, that's pretty, that's going to be better than most of the rivals out there, um, unless they use their wild cards. Um, then I can either use my wild card for 29 if it's not quite good enough, um, or I can, um, you know, use it straight after and, you know, build it for the rest of the season. And then I can just literally choose a game week in the future um, that has a, um, you know, a decent bench really, and I'll build a balanced team with the wild cards. Um, and then, if there's any other scheduled fixtures yet to come up, Aston Villa or something like that, if there's you know, if another team plays a double game week, I might just focus on that. But yeah, that's my current thinking. I'm not saying it's set in stone. Um, you know, Man City, but Man United and Southampton next game week. Yeah, it's still got a potential for a triple captain there. So I'm a little bit undecided, but I think that's where I am at the moment. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good strategy. Um, uh, like I said, I, I, I'm going to um and ah about it for a while. Uh, you know, I kind of had my finger on the pulse with the triple captain, but the the it's, you know sometimes when you do a triple captain, you kind of you have that person in mind. It seems like you've got that person in mind, Paul, and you're going to hedge your bets with Kane. Uh, with me, I'm just so I'm just so undecided. I, I think you know, and you know, you'd think. I'd, I'd probably be going, yeah, Paul, that's the, the wisest choice. But, you know, I've been watching us play recently and we, we've been dire. So, uh, I, you know, not that I'm, try, I'm trying to put you off by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, we've just been so dire. But And, and to be honest with you, Kane missed missed the, a couple of matches and I'm still not quite sure whether he's, he's sharp enough yet. I mean, that's just me personally. You know, I watch, I watch my side week in, week out and, you know, I still don't think he's quite 
quite sharp enough yet. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, if Bale was playing week in, week out and he was up to scratch, I'd bring Bale in and put um, put, put a triple captain on him, to be honest. But um, <laughs> he's, he's not getting... Yeah, he's not getting the game. He's not getting the minutes. But but yeah, no, I mean, triple captain for me is, is definitely a viable option. I'm just I'm just so torn between kind of Fernandez and Salah at the moment, and you know potentially with the uh, with with Kane there as well in the mix. And then you know you can't even rule out Son. You know he scored that wonder goal against Burnley last year. I think he scored two against Burnley in that game actually, and maybe even got an assist. So if you take his last game at home where he, he actually won the Pucas Award for that goal, uh, which was a magnificent goal. And uh, like I said, he scored a brace in that game. Uh, you know, my, my memory's right. I think he might have even assisted Kane in one of the goals. So he's got a little bit of history with Burnley, hasn't he? Uh, so, you know, you could think about, you know, he could, you know, potentially score big as well. I'm going to take it right to the wire. I think I'm going to have to look at previous fixtures, see who's done well, um, see what Kane's scoring record is against these two teams. And I think that will probably convince me. But you're completely right. The It would be perfect. It's not a perfect... I'm not, I don't have that real comfort like this is what I've been planning. I mean, it, I probably did. But the fact that their form's been a bit you know, dodgy recently is putting me off. But yeah, I mean, Kane's owned by 28% of people you'd like to think that half of them would probably play that triple captainship this time round. So it's not a, it's a kind of solid enough choice, you know, depending where you are in the league. If I look at Sterling, he's only owned by 12% of people. So you know, someone like him is a bit more of a differential choice for triple captain. And De Bruyne, 11.7% ownership. So that's the lowest ownership De Bruyne has had, hasn't he? You know, probably for a long, long time since he's been, you know, um, fit and active in the game. So you might not have a better chance than triple captain in De Bruyne. It could be the ultimate differential, right? He, he sat out in the Champions League. He, he should be raring to go. Um, you know, the pep factors are a concern, but De Bruyne is usually the person that's always the first on the team sheet and he's not really affected by that level of rotation. So, you know, that's interesting. And then you've got Fernandez as well. I mean, you know, highest owned player in the game, 60%. So, Again, it's, uh, you know, similar to Kane, but a little bit more in terms of ownership. And we know about Sun as well, high ownership. So, yeah, I think it also depends on what are your rivals going to do? What's the safe choice? What's the gamble? What do you need to do in your league? Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I think you've got to kind of, like you, like you just said um, eloquently, you know, you've got to look at where you are. Uh, you know what you're trying to do. You know what is your focus. You know if you're top of the top of the league, then you know you're trying to maintain that position. Then you you kind of erring. You know you got you you kind of erring on the side of caution a little bit. But if you're if you're you know sitting third or second and you're aiming for that top spot, and you need to be a little bit risk averse and maybe take a a little bit of a gamble, uh, uh, like the gamble you just said with KDB or or Sterling. You know slightly low ownership. Then you know maybe putting your triple captain chip on them. And um, hoping that they fire, um, yeah, and th these are the kind of little little kind of angles that you're looking for to make to make the gains. So uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think a lot of uh, you know what I've noticed. You know, I'm a I'm a member of a few leagues, and I've and I've noticed a, a lot of teams are really similar in and around the top five. Uh, so there's really little scope for making these big gains. So you know, these are the kind of choices. These captain choices are really where you make that gain. Uh, and especially when it comes to a triple captain as well, you know, you, you're really hoping to make that 30, 40 points, like you said, Paul, uh, to kind of catapult you 
maybe a position higher or, you know, get you just, you know, where you want to be in striking distance uh, while you plan for, you know, game week 29 and, 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 and the game weeks further and beyond. So, uh, yeah, it's really a really interesting, it's just, a really interesting. A few sleepless nights, I reckon, on this one uh, already, and got one more <laughs> before the uh, deadline. So yeah, I'm certainly going to be, uh, you know, thinking about it. And uh, like yourself, probably we'll be looking at some stats here and there, and just seeing, you know, what you know if someone's got a, a good record against a team, for instance, um, and that that might that might make the the final decision a little bit easier in terms of either a bench boost, whether it's a triple captain, and who who you uh, you know you you lay that chip chip on really. Yeah, definitely. I agree. It's definitely food for thought. And um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I'm sure we'll we'll chat a little bit more and hopefully share our thoughts out there in the community uh, and go from there. But yeah, at least it's a Saturday deadline, uh, not a Friday. So we just get that little bit of extra time, a little bit more, a little bit more time to think and have a look out there and see what people are thinking. So um, yeah, well, we'll wrap up there, Harpal. Thanks very much for coming on and sharing your uh, expertise and casting doubt into my mind about Spurs but uh, <laughs> we'll keep in touch <laughs> it's a profitable game week for us absolutely pleasure talking to you Paul uh, take it easy stay safe and uh, I'll catch up with you again see you next time thank you <laughs>